and welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is our week five recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. And in this one, we're going to review our thoughts uh, for week five, which is currently in the books. Our first game is going to be our Thursday night game of the Bears and Commanders. And this was a very shocking game. I was not expecting this outcome. Uh... Bears came out hot. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore did what they thought he was going to do when they got him in that trade. Um, first half, he went five for 137 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> um, they did well. The line protected him very well. The commanders could not do anything. Um, Fields actually didn't throw too many crazy <laughs> passes in that first half. He played really well. He was smart. Um, Commanders just came out very slow, and I think that's just how they weren't able to get back into the game, even though the second half they started out really hot, but it was just too much to overcome. Yep. No, I, I agree on that completely. Um, my my first note from this game was I did not expect this outcome. <laughs> yeah, right. Just that was mine. It it's crazy. I I didn't expect this at all. Um, the fact that DJ Moore had most of Justin Fields' yards is crazy. Like yeah, you know, he threw for two hundred eighty two and. DJ Moore had 230. Yeah, um, isn't that nuts? That's just insane to me. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, DJ Moore made Fields look like a NFL starter quarterback this week. Yeah, he did. Um, not very common that he looks like that. Um, I did expect this Washington Commander's defense to play better than they did. Um, I Honestly, I didn't. I think that was – I thought the defense from the, the Commander's – was the strongest part of this team. Not that they're a super strong team, but it didn't show that way. Um, this one is really strange. I don't know. Yeah, um, it was really weird as well. I thought, you know, the defense was going to come out stronger than that because, like you said, that's like their strong suit because their offense really doesn't have that much firepower other than a couple people. Um yep. Sam Howell in the second half, he looked really good, but it was just too much to overcome. And I honestly thought with Herbert getting hurt when he did, that things were going to change, but they did not. I definitely was expecting more out of the commanders in the second half. Yeah, when was it Herbert got hurt again? That was the least. Wasn't it in the first, second quarter? I thought. Middle of the second or beginning of the third. Yeah. I can't remember for sure. But, I mean, he was on pace, though, to have a huge game. Yeah, he had 76 yards. Yep. And however long it was. I thought, it, I thought he got hurt in the second quarter. but I think it was the second quarter. Now that I'm thinking back. Um, but, yeah, that he was on pace to have a huge game. But, unfortunate. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know, the bright side for 
the commanders would probably be be that Logan Thomas, their tight end, actually got going. You really haven't heard much about him this year. He had nine catches, 77 yards, and the touchdown. Um, Other than that, yeah, there's not really any highlights other than what I brought up, I guess. Yeah. In the first part of the – about the commanders. McLaurin didn't do much either. It was just – I don't know. Surprised me. I wasn't expecting that one. Um, it's fun to start out the week with a, a surprise like that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, if you have nothing else, we could go do our next game. Yep, I don't got much else on that one. That was pretty much it. Just DJ Moore is insane. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, so, the next game is Sunday morning, Jacksonville against Buffalo. And that's Jacksonville's second game in London. Um, 2-0 this year on it in there. Yep. And they looked good. They played very well. Um, they held the Buffalo Bills only to 20 points, which I was not expecting after what they did to the Dolphins. Yep. But this is the offense we've been – talking about since the beginning of the year that we thought the Jaguars were going to have all year. The players showed up. They played ETN, two touchdowns, 136 yards, sealed the deal with his last touchdown that he had. Kelvin Ridley came up big with over 100 yards. Um, This is offense I was expecting to see once they got Ridley. It opens up so much for this team and their defense came out big as well, which they've had to rely on for so long that now that their offense is able to get going, I think this could be very good for them. Yeah. I don't, I don't think their defense is as strong as it was, you know, years back, but their defense is good. Um, this this Jacksonville team is, is pretty solid in my opinion. Um, I thought it was kind of funny last week how everybody kind of crowned the Bills as the best team in the league just because they beat the Dolphins, um, which was a big feat, but the Dolphins played really bad that week. Um, And everybody was ready to crown the Bills as the best team in the league. And, I mean, there's still a couple teams that I would say were better. Um, So now we're coming to this week when, you know, Jacksonville beats the Bills here. Um, this, like you said, this Jaguars team, that's the explosive offense that I wanted to see. That's what I was hoping would happen now that Ridley is back. Um, we've seen it a few other times. It's, it's been a little bit inconsistent. Um, and I would love for that to be a consistent week in, week out thing for them. Um, just cause this team has got a lot of talent on it and it, it's yeah. fun to watch them. Do good. I don't know. Nothing against the yeah. Jags. It's just just a fun time. Um, Etienne, though, this game, I, I think he was the biggest part of this game. Yeah. Just like you said, 136 yards rushing with he had almost 50 yards receiving too. Yep. Um, he's such an important part of this offense, and yeah, uh, he's the one this offense will roll. Yeah, I, I think the last couple of years, you saw it here and there, um, but it 
I think this season, this team has the weapons, and I think it, it runs as long as ETN is able to. Um, yep. Um, as long as he stays healthy. Yep. Um, so I have two questions for you on this. Um, yep. So Stefan Diggs, big game again. And he see, even when he has big games, for some odd reason, if he doesn't get the ball a certain time when he's open or if he doesn't think he gets enough targets, he freaks out big time. And he did it again this game, even though he had eight catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. But he got mad at Josh Allen. Do you think that that's going to affect the Dolphins if this keeps happening? Or do you think they'll just brush it off and just keep going the way they have been? So I assume you mean affect the Bills? Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't think it'll affect them. Um, that's, that's just the personality that he is. Um, he was that way in Minnesota too. Right. Um, I, that's just, I think his competitive nature. And you see that with a handful of these players like that. They, you know, I, I guess the, what is it, wear their emotions on their sleeve and where the, yeah. everybody shows yeah. them, everybody sees it. I don't know. Um, I, I don't think it's, going to be a big deal for them. I think Josh Allen has kind of thick skin, so it's not going to bother him. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. He takes right. a lot of criti- criticism already. Yes, he does. I mean, it, some of it's earned, but um, I, I don't think it'll affect them. Okay. The only reason why I was asking, I've I seen something with Antonio Brown this weekend. I can't remember what it was. I'm like, man, I just hope that Stefan Diggs doesn't go that route because he's so good. So explosive, and that's basically what happened to Antonio Brown. Yeah, I think uh, his you know, and he to... just went into a weird spiral. And I'm just hoping Stefan doesn't keep burning through teams, like yeah, like he did with the Vikings. All right, I don't need this drama. You can go. I have Justin Jefferson now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, and I, I think you know, if the Vikings didn't get Jefferson, I think Diggs would have been a main. Stay for Minnesota. Right. Um, oh, yeah, just, he was so big. Yeah, it's just it, it worked out the way it did, um, and that that's what happened there. But um, the big thing with Brown, I, I think a lot of that is, you know, head injuries. Honestly, right. yeah. he, he's yeah. legit crazy. Um, yeah, from definitely got rocked a couple too many times, I think. But yeah, but imagine if he would have stayed healthy. He'd probably be the best receiver ever. Oh, absolutely. Mm, yeah, no doubt about it. But, and then second question, um, do you think the Molino injury for the Bills played a big factor of them losing this game? Because he's probably one of the top three best linebackers in the game, or five, depends on who you ask. Yeah, I would say that that would be a big part of it. Um, I, I honestly, I don't remember what when that injury happened in there. What's that? I think it was the third quarter. Third quarter. Um, but any you know big injury is, is going to affect that. Um, I haven't seen how long he's going to be out. No, for the season. What it was? Yeah. In the league. Yeah. Yep. I uh, I remember seeing it, but I had never looked back oh, into it. Mind. It was the first quarter. Was it the first quarter? 
Okay, so never mind. That didn't really affect it then. Oh, I mean, it would have because <laughs> him being in there would have been yeah been huge. I don't know. It, losing a big a big player like that is, is definitely a major factor, especially you know when the Jaguars had their way with running. Yeah. All right. Those were my questions on that. I didn't have much to say about the Bills other than Stefan's big game. And then Gabe, I guess, is getting into it too. He had that one called back, but then he gets the touchdown right back again. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I always cheer for Gabe because, uh, I don't know. He, um, had escaped from Tarkov cleats a couple of years ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. So he plays that and streams that. So I've always thought that that was kind of neat. I've always cheered for him since I saw that. Um, <laughs> it's one of the games that I absolutely love. I, I don't play it nearly as much as I want to, but. Oh, that's good. It's always fun to to see that. It is. Do you have, have any other comments on that? Nope. That was it. Alrighty, let's go to the Saints and Patriots game. What's your thoughts on this one? Um, so this one, I didn't expect it to be <laughs> this one-sided. Um, my notes here um, were more of questions for you. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have a whole lot on this game. Just the shocking. I don't think the Saints are that great, but I think the Patriots are just that bad right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you think there's some worry that Belichick's career is going to end in a firing? Uh, I do not. Or do you think he'll step away? I I think he'll step away before he gets fired just because of the legacy that he has. Yep. I can't see the Patriots firing him just because of what he's done for the organization. Yep. But they might give him that option and be like, okay, this is where we're looking be a mutual decision. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. I can't see them firing him yeah. due to what he's done. There is so. so much around, you know, Twitter, or I guess X, um, yeah. in regards to this game and how his time is coming to an end and he's going to be fired after all this run. There's no way they fire him. No. There, there's no way. <laughs> his legacy there is... It would be, hey, we're not doing good. You want to step down? <laughs> right. That'd be like if Tom Brady had, like, three bad games. Okay, you're gone. <laughs> That's basically what it is. You're telling one of the best coaches of all time, uh, you're fired just because your team's not doing what it needs to do. I can't see that. Maybe if it was a newer coach, absolutely, or a mid-tier coach, absolutely, yep. but not Belichick. Yeah, I just I, I laughed when I saw those. Like, <laughs> yeah, those are coming out, and it was from you know some of the people that are on those TV shows and whatnot. Yeah, um, I think that's just clicks, but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think that's just more clicks than anything. But it's just even throwing that idea of that. Like, I can't imagine that ever being a thing. Like, <laughs> no, like the the amount of legacy he just has with that team, you can't do that to him. Even if he went, you know, oh and what? If he, if he didn't win a game for two seasons, they probably still couldn't fire him. Yeah, I don't think so. But, I, uh, 
he's he's had bad seasons before. Um, it's just I think prior seasons he had a better quality team out there. Right. Does this year? Um, yeah, their team's not very good. No, they have some good players, but it's just they're not. It's not good together right now. No. I'm with you on this one. I don't have much to say. I just have a question, two questions as well. So, and my first one is, since this is the second time Mac Jones has gotten benched, <laughs> do you think they should just move on from him? I know they already said that he's going to start the next game, but if you're benching him, why would you keep giving him a chance? Yeah, I don't understand that. Like You're benching him. But then straight up saying that you're starting next week right. better. Like what what is that saying or what is it proving to any of the other players on this team? Like he is not playing good. He hasn't played good this season. Um and he didn't I mean he didn't he didn't play great in the past either, but it's just he's no. playing so bad this year. Like yeah, this wouldn't you move on? <laughs> Yeah, you'd think so. At That's, least having an open competition. Like, oh. I can't remember. What's Carr's brother's name that played for the Texans? Uh, what was his first name? David, right? Was it David Carr? Yeah. That's kind of what I, this whole Mac Jones thing right now is, like, reminding me of. Like, just an absolute crap show and they're like okay you're gonna sit but i'm still gonna start you because i put a high pick on you yep. <laughs> kind of thing. yeah i mean I, I wasn't super sold on mac jones oh me neither um Not whatsoever. coming out of college but belichick liked them so i figured i mean you probably see something there um right i think we were actually talking about it what's that Quarterback that's on the box. Um, Baker Mayfield? No, the backup. Or maybe not even on the box anymore. But, no. Um, Trask? Oh, Kyle Trask? Yeah, right? It's in Florida? Not crazy. I think it was Trask, wasn't it? That had the similar play style to Brady, so we thought. Um, Belichick was going to go after him, mm. and then the Bucks went after him, which made sense because Brady was there. Right, yeah. Trask was different though. He had I don't know. Yeah, he Trask, was yeah. a Florida Gator, and he played very well. He was smart. He, but he had so many weapons on that team. Yep. So it made him look really good. Kind of a off topic there, but <laughs> well, um, well, we we're talking about quarterbacks, so it makes sense. Yeah, but I don't I don't know what was seen there with Mac Jones. I guess I I just I wasn't sold on him. Um, I'm I'm still not. I if it was up to me, I would move on. I think, but that's what I figured. And then my last question: Elvin Kamara has showed why he is one of the best running backs in the league. Do you think that's going to jumpstart the Saints to put them back into that top tier if their car can keep playing smart? Or do you think their defense is 
too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, Kamara can, you know, continue his play from what it was a couple years ago, um, I, I think it'll make this team be able to score some points. Um, I don't, I don't know if I would yet consider them, you know, a playoff team. Um, but I, I would say that they're going to be, you know, eight and nine, nine, eight, somewhere in there, I suppose. Some next um, year, then. Yeah, I, I, and I mean that may make the wild card on the bottom. I don't know. It's tough to say, um, depending on it. But I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because years ago, Kamara pretty much carried this team. Yeah. On his own, and I, I could see, you know, if he can come back to the same level, I could see it happen again. Um, Michael Thomas, if he stays healthy, you know, they got some good receiving core there, so. Yeah. Possible. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't. I don't think this game is necessarily a good basing point off that, just because the no. Patriots are really a, in rough shape right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it'll be interesting to see. I not really a huge fan of Kamara um, no, over the past few years after seeing a lot of stuff about him. But yeah, he's. I mean, he's a good player, but. Some of the players have legal issues and, and whatnot. But Seems like a big trend nowadays. Like yeah. All these players just keep getting in the spotlight in the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, I I loved watching him before, but after the past few years, it's just seeing all of the negative things about him, you know, constantly in, in the spotlight for being in trouble and just, Mm-hmm. It gets old, and you you wish that you know somebody that wants to be there and is kind of a stand up person will get the chance. But unfortunate situation, I guess there. But um, it'll be interesting to see though over the next few weeks what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I don't like the Saints, but I'm definitely intrigued. <laughs> Alrighty, that's all I got for that one. Do you have any other questions? Yeah, I just, I think I already said it, but I didn't expect the Saints to win by that much. I did expect them to win, um, but I thought it would be, you know, a touchdown or two. <laughs> right, I agree. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. No. Alrighty, next game then. Uh, Indianapolis Colts against Tennessee. Um, Man, these quarterbacks that are very agile put themselves at too much risk because this is yeah. the second week in a row now that Richardson got hurt. Uh, shoulder this time. I don't know how long he's out. I don't think they've came out with what it is, but uh, I think another big injury. AC joints. Yeah. So it'll probably end up being a few weeks, but Which sucks, <laughs> but it comes so it comes to Minshew again. Uh, tore it up, played very well, but this game pretty much came down to Zach Moss. Went off. Um, don't really know much about the guy, but he's been tearing it up lately, 
But now that Taylor's back, I'm kind of curious to see where that's going to lead Moss to. Yeah. And, um, Titans side, they need to get rid of Tannehill. Still not sold on him. And D-Hop, though, is went off this game, which was really nice to see because I really like D-Hop. Um, other than that, not much. Yeah, I think, I mean, D-Hop isn't, you know, quite what he was a few years back, but he's still got a lot of talent. Um, I I think he probably could have gone to a better team that would have served him a little bit better, but um, it is what it is. He, I guess he chose that one, so whatever. Um, but it was nice to see him, you know, have a big game. Um, like you said, I, I don't like Tannehill as a quarterback at all. Uh, <laughs> He's just that below middle of the pack and just consistently there. Um, this Richardson injury, um, we've been discussing this since since week one. Um, his running style is you can't keep that up in the NFL. Um, college you can, NFL you can't. You get hit so much harder. It's so much faster. Just Everything about it, it it sucks to see it happen. Um, hopefully, when he comes back, he'll play a little bit different again. I guess we'll see. I feel like I've been saying this every week, but <laughs> I know. Um, I it sucks. They just keep proving our point, though. That, I, you know, yep. quarterbacks keep doing it, and it just kills the game because you want these quarterbacks that are so athletic and game changers, but how much risk do you want to put on your quarterback every mm-hmm. single game when, like you said, they get hit harder. They are going into bigger people. There is just the game is so different from NFL and college. Uh, after that happened, I actually swapped because, I mean, I, I had it. So it was um, the four games going and I just, Swap to a different game. This is the one I was listening to, and I was like, I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm switching. <laughs> um, it yeah. just it sucks because I I don't know. Coming out of the draft, I thought he had such potential. Yeah. And just how humble and genuinely nice he is. Um, I expected it, and I wanted it to go better, but it's I don't know. It's just tough to watch because he keeps getting hurt. Um, on to the running backs for this team. Like you said, Moss is is having a big season. Um, and I think Taylor is sitting off to the side watching that happen, realizing that if he doesn't come back, and then so he decides to come back, and they give him a huge contract anyways. Yep, and he gets six carries. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird. I don't really understand why they gave him such a huge contract because they didn't want to before and they're having such a good season with running the ball anyways without him. Now all of a sudden they give him the contract. Um, I think he's a good back, but I mean, is, is he going to do better than what Zach Moss is doing right now? I guess we'll see, but he's going to be out of football shape, I suppose, for a couple of weeks. He'll it'll take him right. to get ready, but It'll be interesting to see because, especially with 
if Richardson's probably going to, I would assume he's going to be out for a few weeks. I'm not sure when their bye week is, but um, I would, I would assume that it's probably going to be three to six weeks. Maybe out. Was it his throwing arm? Um, I don't know if it was or not. If it was, then it'd probably be, yeah, three to six weeks, but if not, it might be shorter. So I just see here they're debating putting him on IR, so. Okay. Um, Um, I hadn't seen that until just now. I clicked his name. Um, and so, I mean, that's unfortunate, but maybe the running game can carry them for a little while. Um, I think that Colt's defense is pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been really the quarterback position that they've struggled with the past few years since, uh, Locke retired, I suppose. Right, and Minshew was a good backup quarterback, so hopefully he can keep them going in the right direction until Richardson gets healthy again. Yeah, he's not going to go out there and lose you the game. He, I, looking at it, 11 and 14 for 155 yards, like that. I mean, he was making decent reads, didn't have to do a whole lot, but I think he'll. Uh, he won't make the mistakes. He'll keep you in the game, and he might not make. A huge play, but he's he's got potential there. So yeah, I think they'll be okay. It's just I don't think that team's going to be quite as explosive as it could be with Richardson healthy. I agree. Alrighty, anything else for that one? Uh, nope, that was it. Alrighty, so next game is Ravens and the Steelers. What's your thoughts on this? This one, I honestly figured Lamar would have his way with this defense, um, running-wise. But they kept him in check, and he didn't do anything. Um, Pickens had a good game. Watt continues to do what he does at a lot of bitter towards him not being on the Cowboys. But <laughs> right. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that, he's a freak, man. He is definitely a game changer. Um, but, I mean, Pickens, if he had, and I don't like Pickett, but if Pickens had a little bit better quarterback, he would be huge, Like I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Top tier for sure. Yeah, he's got such good hands, and he's so shifty and good route running. I don't know. It's just the quarterback. But they pulled this one off. Um, They are, I mean, three and two, but I didn't expect them to win this one. No, me neither. And, yeah, Lamar got bottled up, and that's how this team runs. If he's not run, if he's not doing what he normally does, this team doesn't produce. And this game pretty much showed it. Uh, they don't have a consistent run game outside of Lamar. Um, so, with that being said, this team isn't what it used to be. Like, they based it on their defense and their run game. And 
without either of those playing the way they should be. This team is going to have to start figuring out a way to get their running backs more involved, in my opinion, to succeed. Yeah, I I don't, you know, trust the game on Lamar's arm. No. Um, if he's got, you know, 75 yards and a touchdown running, the, the rest of it may come off his arm, but... If he, if he doesn't have that running game going, which he he only had like 45 yards, looks like. So, um, it, that running game, like he was bottled up, like you said, it they stopped him at 7.5 yard average. That's not typical for him. He's gonna run. He's gonna get you know 15 to 20 yards easy. Right. Exactly. Um, but it, it just I didn't expect it to go this way. I think. Depending on Lamar's arm is not the way this team operates, like you said. Yeah, definitely not. Speaking of running, uh, so Najee Harris has basically done nothing all year. Um, in my opinion, if they can get that run game to open up more and start doing something, and yes, I understand they're playing the Ravens and their run defense is usually always good. But maybe if that gets going, because I don't mind the Steelers, not big on Pickett, like the same as you, but it would open it up for him a little more so he wouldn't have to rely on his arm all the time. And it would open up even more for Pickens, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then they might be able to actually get some of these players that could be doing good. Darnell Washington was huge for Georgia last year, but did, oh no, wrong guy, for Pitt last year, that's what I meant to say, and he did very well there, and then that Calvin Austin, get him going, but if you don't have a running game, there you know you're not going to run it as much if you're not doing anything, and it would be nice to get these people going. Well, Darnell yeah. will go to Georgia. Well, that's what I thought. I, but when I clicked on it, it said pick. But I thought that was him. Yeah. He's a big target. When, when you when you change it, I was like, mm, I have to look this up now. Yeah, that's yeah. who it is, right? Yeah, he's, he's out of Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, guy's if a freak. You, yeah, he was the one that <laughs> was like the number one um, athletic was yeah. fit in, and he was beating a bunch of wide receivers. Athletic speed yeah, and stuff like I read it wrong. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, they haven't used him. It's just crazy. No, not at all. Um, I honestly expected him to be the most productive. Um, I mean, tight end wide receiver coming into the league this year. Um, his form. I mean, he's big, so he's going to be more of a tight end position. But I just I figured that they'd use him, but they're not, and it's crazy to me. I don't understand why. Especially yeah, I mean, was, who's their starter? They were. I think their starter was hurt too, wasn't he? I thought so. Yeah, yeah. He's only has one catch for ten yards the whole season, so. 
something is definitely going on there. Maybe they're just using them as a blocking tight end. Look at the score. Their starting tight end that they've had the past few games was hurt. Yeah, Pat Fairmouth or whatever. Oh, Fairmouth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was hurt, so he he didn't even play. So I figured this would be the game that that he had the big game, and it wasn't. It was uh, Hayward, I think, had some catches, but yeah, three for twenty-three. Yeah, nothing even really there. But I don't know. It was kind of crazy. I I I do agree, though. I think if Najee Harris can get going, um, he's a good back. Um, I just I'm not sure what's going on this year as to why. He's not having the the running success. Um, but if he can get going, that would open it up, like you said, for Pickett. Pickett's got a good arm. Um, my big thing for him is I just didn't like that move that he did and that soured me on him. Oh, yeah, no, I don't like him. I can't stand him. And I'm okay with him doing bad, but just for the Steelers team-wise, it'd be good for them if their running game could actually start opening up. Yeah, I think, I mean, Jalen Warren had decent average, but I don't know why Harris wasn't able to. But. No. But again, only 40 yards. You yep. want a little more out of your running backs to open it up, you know, and get to your 70 yards. You're like, okay, all right, now our defense is going to have to start zoning in on that, and then they'll open up that much more, so... Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know why it's not. The run game isn't there, but it'd be nice if it did. Um, like you said, just I don't mind either of the Steelers or the Ravens, honestly. No, me neither. Especially with the history both these teams have, it it's weird seeing certain things happen with these teams. I guess yeah. because they used to be juggernauts for so long and they're really not as much as they used to be anymore because they're changing their style of play in my opinion anyway than it was when they were juggernauts yeah i mean the steelers it's been a lot of you know pocket passing Mm -hmm. ravens it was heavy defense with real good running game yeah right Um, (laughs) And smash it down your face. Yeah. Now they don't have the run game. All right. And I don't have much else on that game. I don't know if you do. No, I don't. So we'll go to the next game, Detroit against Carolina. Uh, Game turned out with the winner the way I expected it. But I was not expecting a blowout. Um. Aiden Hutchinson proved why he was their number one pick. He was all over the place. Um, had an interception for a touchdown, which was a very nice catch. It was, like, pretty much one-handed. And, yeah, that defense set the tone quick and did very well. Uh Jared Goff played <laughs> the way he plays. 
very conservative, smart. And David Montgomery, again, went off, so they didn't... Uh, Gibbs must have been hurt. Must not yeah, have he played. Was yeah. Okay. He was went over 100 yards again. So what a pickup for them, even though they had the running backs they had last year. Just seems like they can just plug and play whoever they want. Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy how they can do that. <laughs> insane. Even that Reynolds, I don't even know who he is, but he had 52 yards and touchdown. And um, that Laporta had a big game, two touchdowns as a rookie. Um, yeah, it turned out the way I thought it was. Just was not expecting them to win by as much as they did. Yeah, I think that interception, I think, I don't think he got a touchdown on that one, though. I think it, no, I think it was called off for the touchdown. Oh, okay. Um, they had a couple short yardage ones. I can't remember exactly, but um, I remember seeing something on it, and I think they called it back, so it ended up probably being an offensive touchdown at some point because looking at the score. Um, I Like you said, I didn't expect this game to be – this big of score difference. Um, I don't think Bryce Young played terrible. Um, statistically, he had, you know, two interceptions. He had the three touchdowns. Um, this Lions defense is pretty good. Um, even though they've given up some games, um, I, I think player-wise, I, I do think they got a good team there. I think if they can, you know, keep working on it, I, I think it'll be a different outcome um, for how it went last season near the near around the playoffs time. I guess we'll see, but um, I don't think I don't think they're a bad team. Um, and Bryce Young played decent against that, so I think that was good to see. Um, Thielen had you know another pretty big game. Um, it's just, it's tough because this Lions offense has got so much firepower. Um, them adding that Laporta is really big for them, in my opinion. Yeah, he plays, the nice thing about him, he can do both and block and catch very well. And some of these tight ends that are coming in the league now, can't do both very well. Yep. So, yeah, like you said, it's good to see that happening, especially coming from a smaller school. Like Iowa, I think that's the right one. Yeah. Yep, Iowa. Iowa. It isn't a very big school. Like, it's a bit, like the state is, you know, is what it is, but it's not your USC's, your UCLA's, your big-name Alabama or anything like that. So him coming in and producing weekend and week out, it's incredible. Um, but the big thing about this, the thing I got, I'm curious to see what's going to happen now with this team is their best cornerback uh, got injured for the year, Mosley. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm gonna, curious to see where that's going to lead this team. Um they do, like you said, their defense is really good. 
They have that linebacker, number 34, Alex, that something, I don't know how to say it. Uh, guy's everywhere. The guy's a freak. I really like him. My son brings him up every single time that we watch him play. The guy with the long hair, he's really good. Don't, you need to watch the guy with the long hair. I'm like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But he always brings up the long hair because he knows he can pick which one it is because of that long blonde hair. So yeah, I watched him and man, he was everywhere. He's so good. And that's your leader of your defense and which is good to have the right mentality. He's not flamboyant. He's not cocky. He's not anything like that. He's just one of those linebackers that are in your face. I'm going to do what I need to do to win this game. And now I'm just curious with mostly getting injured, what's going to happen, who's going to fill in, and how that's going to affect this defense. I I, I saw something on that. Uh, Wasn't it his first game this year? Yeah, he just got back. He just got back from ACL on the other leg last year. Yep. Um, Which I, you know, didn't put that together until after I was looking and, and saw some stuff on that. And that that's just a brutal, yeah, rough couple seasons for that guy. Um, it, it makes it tough. I mean, I, I think this this defense is improved from last year, and I think they'll continue to improve this year. Um, some of the pieces they have are are real playmakers. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, Jared Goff isn't a terrible quarterback. Um, everybody kind of gave him crap when he was on the Lions. Um, but since he's been here in Detroit, um, he's been pretty consistent, to be honest. Like, he, he's you, – you can count on him. Like, he's, he's yep. not going to – he's not going to necessarily lose you any games. He he does make mistakes. Everybody does. Um, but he's pretty consistent, too, being well above average on, on his gameplay. Right. Well, which is crazy why they would give him so much, uh, bad rep when he was with the Rams because his team wasn't as good over there as it is here. Yep. Like, yes, I know Stafford went there and won the Super Bowl with him, but Matthew Stafford is definitely better than Goff. Oh, like, for sure. No matter which way anyone wants to look at it, they can say he's not, but he is. <laughs> One hundred percent is, but this team I think molds better with the way Goff plays. Yep, and um, they just weren't suited for the way Bradford plays. I mean Stafford, not Bradford. Stafford plays, in my opinion. Yep, they're they're more you know on the quick routes on the you know getting the ball out of the quarterback's hand, and Stafford loves to just hold the ball forever. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it worked for him for many years with the Lions, but once they started putting different pieces in there, um, it, it still worked to an extent. Um, but he is far better suited for how the Rams play. They got so much speed, you know, the, just the way he plays, he fits their golf fits here. So that trade, when that happened, it made sense to me. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, both of them have shown that they're better, since the trade, so it worked well for both teams. 
Yeah, I think it was a good trade for both. I think it'll be good in the long run for both as well. Um, and, yeah, the only thing I, I really had um, was that I wanted to, you know, touch on the um, quarterback uh, Young. Yep. How how he? I, I did discuss this a little bit ago too, but I was I was pretty impressed with with how he played in this game. Um, you know, being down so much so soon, and he still stood in there and and battled. I was I was pretty impressed for a rookie. Yeah, he showed the poise and the competitiveness, let's just say that I guess. <laughs> and yep. and he just kept fighting and you wanna see that out of your young quarterback. He made plays. He didn't go too crazy. Um, played really smart. But with the defense that he was against, it just it's hard to come out of a hole. Especially being a rookie when you only have a few <laughs> few weapons that are actually able to do anything. Yeah. And when you get down that much, that quick, like, you know, 28 points to 10 at halftime. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that much, but it, it puts so much more pressure on the pass game because the defense knows you're passing. And yep, exactly. Um, it, it's tough. And being a rookie, I can't imagine the amount of pressure that, that adds to, um, and yeah, I guess just kind of impressed with, with how he handled that. I mean, it wasn't a win for them by any means, but he handled it well. I yeah, thought just pushing it in the right direction is what you want to see. Yeah. And I mean, the you more know, they add, veterans don't even do that. So no, we can discuss that a little bit later. I'm a little bit upset. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I was impressed with those boys, um, and I, I think offensively they have a few weapons um, they, you know, could do with you know maybe a receiver like Moore or something. Right. <laughs> um, they actually had. I saw something that the Panthers are looking for a trade to get a, a number one receiver for <laughs> Young. Um, but I don't think they'll find anybody for what they want to pay. But. No, absolutely not. No, not going to happen. So he might go a season without, I mean, Thielen's a good receiver, but he's not really a number one receiver anymore. No, but um, I'm putting up receiver one numbers right now because he that is. The only, seems like the only person he can get the ball to. So He's one that you can count on, but it's just, It'd be nice if he had one more. I agree. I agree. If that's what happens when you go that high in the draft, you're on a team that generally isn't going to be good. No, exactly. Uh, Speaking of rookies, I don't have much more, so if you'd like, we can go on to our next rookie and the Houston Texans against Atlanta. Yes. Um, I wasn't expecting this outcome. Uh, CJ looked good. Um, got his tight end involved early and often. Um, but Ritter did what he had to do to get 
the team in the field goal range to win the game at as time expired. Um, B- Robinson, I swear I could talk about him every week. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of numbers, but the agility on that man, the highlights that he's going to be putting up for so long. Yeah. He's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be insane. Like, yeah, there was one play, he, like, caught it, and while he was, like, bringing it in, he seen a guy, and he still had to juke out of the way when the ball wasn't even fully in his arm. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> is going on here? <laughs> it was just crazy. But he had a touchdown receiving. I think that was actually the play that I seen. Oh, um, yeah, I bet it was, yeah. Thinking back now. And, but running game, he didn't get much going. This, Houston's defense could be so good. Excited to see where that goes. Pitts finally got involved, which I was very shocked to see. Um, but, uh, Texans, uh, Bell got hurt. I don't know how long he's out. Hopefully it isn't long. Because then CJ Stroud will have one of his main guys still with him. So I'm curious to see where that's, how long that's going to be. Because this offense is, could be very fun to watch. I think he's got a concussion. Um, so that, I mean, that could end up being a few days to a few weeks, depending, but right. I haven't seen much on it yet on his progress. Um, it had to have been somewhat of a bad one though, because of how they were talking about it um, during right. the game. But I guess we'll see on that. Um, I agree, though, uh, that that offense could be fun to watch. The defense is good and is getting better as they play together. They had a lot of picks the past couple of years um, put into that team. Yeah. So I guess that helps. Um, CJ Stroud is – he's – He's playing very good. Um, he set the record for most pass attempts without an interception. Um, as soon as they started talking about that, I expected an interception to happen. Right. Um, they, usually uh, works. Yeah, there was a couple tips, and I was like, oh, no. Um, but <laughs> he he did pass uh, Dak Prescott, so that was a record. So he actually broke it. Yep, he passed it. Um, so, I mean, that's good to see. Um, Ritter, I think this was his first 300-yard passing game. Oh, man. Um, I don't I don't know for sure, but I thought I saw some, some place that it was. I don't – I mean, he hasn't started that many games, but he's got a lot of weapons. You would think that he should have had that by now. Right, exactly. However, they they won. I figured if they were going to win, it would have to be with the running backs, and it wasn't. So yeah. That was, that was kind of interesting. Oh, interesting. Neither of these teams had a sack. Oh, really? Yeah. That's neat. I wonder when the last time that ever happened. I wouldn't think that's very common. No, you wouldn't think so. Pass rush that the league has. 
especially with these defenses, they're both pretty well, and they both can get at the quarterback. You got Calais Campbell. You got Okada. Not Jeff (laughs) Okada. I don't know how you say it. They're both crazy. Huh. All right, then. I honestly did not know that. And then you, on the other side, you you have Will Anderson. He didn't get anything. He's usually pretty good. Um, yeah, huh. interesting. Yeah. yeah, definitely didn't expect them to win with the on the arm of Ritter. That's for sure. No, it it wasn't even like there wasn't a whole bunch of bad plays um, on either side either. It was just. This game was just won um, by Ritter um, throwing, which is strange. And he had a rushing touchdown, too. Right. Yeah, it was definitely a defensive game. A lot of field goals, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I don't know, I that other than I didn't expect that. Me neither. So if you're good, we can go to the next game. Yeah. Hold on. Uh... Dolphins against the Giants. Um, game right where I thought it was going to happen. Uh, a Ch- Chan, or however you want to say it, had another big game. But he got injured, which could be big. But at the same time, you have Mozart, who keeps putting out big numbers as well. But it sucks to see that he got injured. I don't know. I think it's like four to six weeks, I think they said, that he might yeah. be out. They're uh, possibly putting him on IR, so yeah. Okay. And then Tyreek Hill, doing Tyreek Hill things. And then the Giants. I Maybe with Tyrod Taylor, they might actually be able to start doing something. Daniel Jones got hurt. I Again, I don't know how long his is out either. I think it was a neck injury, wasn't it? Yeah, so I don't know if they want to rush that back or not. Yeah, neck injury. Um, but maybe they could start doing something, and Waller and Slayton can actually start doing something. I know that Barkley's out. I get it. Big reason why this team was as good as it was. Um. But yeah, other than that, I don't got much on this team, on this game. It turned out the way I thought. Yeah, I, I mean, seeing that Aiken, or however you say it, but I don't know if an injury is really unfortunate. Uh, I, I was excited to see if he was going to take over the complete starter roles um, over Mostert. He's been playing well above expected, and he's been playing a lot better than Mostert past few games. Um, but that running game for the Dolphins is ridiculous. I didn't expect that they would have that good a running game this year. Um, I was thinking it was going to be kind of the Tua show all year, and uh, right. He's had, I think last game and this game, he's both kind of cooled down a little bit, and it's been the run game that's been there. Um, they didn't win last week, but 
this week. Again, they did. Um, I don't know. Tyreek is I think that's funny. He slowed down, but he has over 300 yards. <laughs> right, but compared that to what just you, shows how <laughs> explosive those first few weeks were. It's just what it what it was, and what you know. I thought this offense was going to be you just you know 500 yards passing every week, just because. Right. No. Yeah. How fast this team is. <laughs> like, uh, it, it feels like Madden watching them because it, it's just literally like they just go for the fastest players and yep. throw it as far as you can and go catch it. Uh, <laughs> Tyreek, though, he is unguardable. It, I don't know if I've seen a small receiver like him. Just you can't guard him. Yeah, the only one I can think of other than being so small was Steve Smith, because that guy could get open like no tomorrow. Wasn't as fast, but he could get open, and he dominated for so long. Yeah, just the explosive ability. Like again, I suppose Antonio Brown terrible, but. Was he that short, though? He's going to be somewhat close, isn't he? Was he? Was he? Five, six, seven? Antonio's five, ten. Oh, never mind. Five, ten, I guess. Yeah. He seems shorter than that. (laughs) I was going to say, they got to be about the same height. Um, Yeah. Well, I guess never mind. He'd probably be the most comparable in my mind, to explosiveness and unguardable play. And some of those plays this week, like Tua throws it and Tyreek is sitting there, you know, fingers up, just he's running. Right. Before he's even got the ball. Like, I don't know. Some of my favorite moments are him doing that he signed as he's running past people. And then um, when they played the Bucks, and what's their cornerback that they have that did that to him? Uh, he played for the golfers, Winfield. Yeah, when, yep, there you go, Winfield. Uh, when that happened, the green trees. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can see him because watched him a lot, but when he did that back to Tyreek, it was just amazing. And just like that bantering back and forth, it reminds me of like the the Dion era. Yep. The old school days, man. Yeah. You don't get away with it as much anymore because no. the people are there's too much talent now. There and is. Don't get me wrong, there was a lot then, but these players are just Different man, it's it wasn't it's the same. Harder. You you have a few and far between on that right. level of talent. Where now this Dolphins exactly. team has the amount of talent that the whole league had at that at that point, <laughs> right? And the Forty the ers team, <laughs> like yeah, oh, just crazy. Uh, the big yeah. thing for me for the Giants, um, their only touchdown in this game was a pick six. Yep. Uh, yeah, their offense can't. Their offense anything. is really bad. It's outrageously bad, and I don't even think it's all because of the running back being out. 
Berkeley. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's all due to that even. I just this team is bad on offense. Yeah. I agree. Um their receiving core is not great. I mean Darren Waller being your top receiving option is kinda a bad start to begin with. I think his yeah, big I agree. His big thing was because of who he was playing beside before. <laughs> yeah. So I do you have any more on this one? Um no I don't. I I pretty okay. much brought up everything. I was looking at my notes and I missed something for the last game. Um so the Falcons traded for Van Jefferson. Yep. So hopefully that can get rid of going as well. Um, I think that's a nice pickup for them. And that's basically what I wanted to say. That was a trade that came in. And I was like, oh, I need to bring this up when we were talking about the offense. Yep. But I, I had I- that <laughs> screenshot on my phone. I was going to send it to you earlier. And uh, I just forgot completely. Where at work, I don't have reception at all. Oh, yeah. Makes so I have, have to save everything until I get out of the building and then I forget to do everything. Cause... Right. <laughs> uh, but I agree. I think that trade um, could could be beneficial. Adding another weapon to a receiving core that needs to get open and to help Ritter. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, we can go to the next game, but I just a trade that came in. We we haven't seen many trades yet, so I think I think they're gonna pick up. I think time. they'll be coming because what is it? Week eight, the trade deadline is, or is it yeah. nine now? That is either eight or nine, nine, somewhere in there. So we'll start seeing those coming out, and I'm excited to see where people go because there's a lot of talk, and I'm excited to cover that when it comes. There's all kinds of talk that half the Broncos are going to be gone. Yep. <laughs> well, there was actually a trade for them, too. Uh, Gregory. So we can talk to him. Yeah. I was going to say, he's not on that team. Have we covered the team he went to yet? Yeah, not yet, because that's 49ers. The one okay. I'm going to be angry about. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> all righty. Next game. Uh, Bengals against the Cardinals. I was not expecting this. Um, Joe Burrow played the way he played the last two years. Um, Jamar Chase took up more than half of those yards, all the touchdowns. Um, I guess you just got to get mad and tell your quarterback you're open whenever you run. So, you know, maybe that's just what you got to do is say, hey, I'm open all the time. Just give me the ball. 19 targets, caught 15 of them for 192 yards and three touchdowns. So, um, but I think a big part of why that even happened is because Joe Mixon finally started doing something and all year their running game hasn't done much. And I think that opened up a lot when you have to concentrate on that. And don't get me wrong, the Cardinals aren't very good. They're usually a half a team, half game team. But 
Wow. Funny you say that. One of my main notes for this game was, if only the cards team could play a full four quarters. <laughs> it's so true. It's just, like, ah. It, it just, was the first half for the first couple of weeks, and now it's moved to the second and third quarter for the past two weeks now. Yep. They just can't get a full game, and it sucks. Um, but another injury came this week. I mean, with this team, this week was bad for injuries. Uh, James Connors out for a while from what I seen anyway. I don't know exactly how long it is, but, uh, he's out. So Amari's gonna have to come out and show what he's got. Um, Rondell Moore is a wide receiver, so I don't think they're gonna put, have him running too much, but he led the team in rushing, so. I forgot that that happened. I saw it, too. But hey, he's on IR, James Conner is. Yeah. So that'll be two weeks. It'll probably be a few weeks after that, too. Knee injury, I think it was. You mentioned that. But, yeah, this uh, this Cardinals team, if they could get, you know, a full four quarters playing, I think they would have a much better record because they start out very hot. My defense plays good, and then they just kind of fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, on the Bengals side, I think in my prediction, I had said something along the lines of with the way the Burrow has been playing recently, I guess I have to go with the Cardinals. And right. I don't know if Burrow's listening or not, but... <laughs> he had a big game, and that was mainly because of Chase. <laughs> like, yep. 19 targets, 15 catches, like you said. And that Burrow actually looked pretty good. Um, he had some one interception. I don't remember what that was. But for the most part, he was he was pretty good on his throws. So that was good to see. It seems like every time he has a big game or a good week, we talk about it, and the next week comes out for a couple weeks and plays bad. So we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, see if he can keep that rolling. Um, And I found out who I thought number 91 was. It was Hendrickson, but he had two and a half and not three. So I messed up on. Oh, that's a for your notes. Yeah, that's what my notes was. But they gave Dax Hill the other half. But I thought it was a solo, so that's where I got confused, I guess. Okay. But Hendrickson's a freak. I like the guy. He's so good. But for some other reason, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, I really like the Cardinals jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Probably one of the best in the league, I think. Yeah. I, uh, it throws me off every time I see him. But I think I like them. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I'm generally not one that is much for, you know, uniform changes and whatnot, but I like that one. I'm with you on that. I don't have much much more on this one. Yep. Alrighty, next game. Uh, Eagles and the Rams. What's your thoughts on this? So, this one, it was Cup's first game back. Um, and he 
played like he hadn't missed any time. Yeah. He's, oh, man. He's kind of a freak as far as for what he does. It's crazy to see and to think, you know, the receivers that they had playing while he was out are going to have to compete with him. <laughs> for catches, Stafford should be throwing for outrageous amount of yards, and he only had 222. I, I feel like this game was within reach of the Rams. Um, but for whatever reason, at the end, I feel like they just kind of, you know, gave up on it. It seems like the second half, they just didn't show up. Yeah. And the Eagles gave him plenty of opportunity to to have this game, and they just didn't take it. Uh, Goddard had 100-plus yards and a touchdown, which is nice to see because you don't see him used all that often. I think he's he's a good tight end. Um, He's a very good tight end. Not a target that Hurts goes after for whatever reason. I do think the Rams are a solid team. They're going to make the playoffs. If, if they can go on a run, I think they can beat any team. Uh, and for whatever reason, the Eagles keep getting these wins that I don't know if they earn them, but they get them. Yeah. Um, I don't think they earn them. They are <laughs> getting very lucky. These teams... There's some, they should honestly have lost like two or three games already this week. But these other teams are just pretty much handing it to them. Um, but a win's a win. <laughs> They're five and oh. Yep. Uh, Hertz again played very well. Did it on both in the air and on the ground. Swift doing his thing again. Like this team, it, is playing very consistent with the weapons that they have. It seems like we're always talking about the top three players. Uh, but like you said, finally Goldert, Goddard finally got going, finally got, gave him the ball, which he should have been doing all year. Um, but like you said, Cup's first game back, you could totally tell that he was back because Atwell didn't get near the attention that he did when he was out. But Puka played very well. I really like that guy. I think him and Cup are going to be very dominant in the next few years coming. The more they play together, the more potent this offense is going to be. Um, this defense needs to get back to the caliber of defense when they won the Super Bowl if they want like you said, I think they can beat any team that's out there when they're going. But if this defense just plays lackluster for even a half, except if they're out in the lead for, you know, by a lot, I can't see them winning the games that they need to. Yeah, I can see that. As far as the the defense, I, I think they made – Enough plays in the first, the second, and third quarter. Um, but then I feel in the fourth quarter, the team just kind of had that give up, which is tough because if the team has that, 
which we can discuss this later too. But if a team right. just kind of gives up, that's not a good sign for coaching. It's not a good sign for, you know, the players in general. I think they are a good team. I think they'll be fine. Right. Uh, it's just, it's tough against the Eagles because you can get them, you know, third and three, fourth and two, and they'll still get that conversion. And that just kind of defeats everybody. And it just, yeah. It wears you down. It's tough. I, and it's constant. Every week you see the, the Eagles doing that, you know, QB run. And I'm not against the QB sneak. I think that is a play that should happen. I don't agree with the players pushing on them to help push them in advance yards. That's no, where my issue is on this. It, yep. And it, I mean, it's not even that it, you can't stop it. It's, it's safety concerns. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it, there's so many teams that are starting to do it now, and they're getting stopped. The Eagles just run it better. But like you said, the safety is one time someone's going to get hurt really bad. And it won't be good for the league in general because – it's going to be a bad one. There was a um, on defense. There was the like, pushing people from the back and try to like build the wall. I can't think of what play that was, but I think it was Richard Sherman that was talking about it. Yep, and they I know they banned that play on defense because of safety concerns, and it, it worked. And that's, I mean, it's the same topic. It's just the other side of the ball. This is an offensive-driven league right now. But still, if you're going to ban plays for safety concerns, this should be one of them. Um, The Eagles do it really well, and they should use it until they either can't or it don't work anymore. But it definitely defeats teams when, you know, you stop them defensively. You stop them third and three, and you stop that and get to a fourth and three or fourth and two, and they go for it and make that. Yeah. It deflates your energy, deflates everything. Yeah, and that happened a few times. I, I don't know if it was third downs or fourth downs when they did it, but track it. Yeah, they were two for three on third down, uh, fourth down. Or no, that was the. Rams. Must have been third downs for the Eagles that they did that successfully on. But it definitely it deflates the team. It it's tough. And they're really good at that. And that's a lot of their wins, I think, you know, just kinda of come from that. Yep. For sure. I don't it's like the big, Eagles, but they are a good team. The Eagles went 0 for 1 on fourth down. Yep. But 13 and 18 on third down. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. they ended the fourth down one. But it's hard to win when teams can do that. But, all right. That's all I got on that one. Anything for you? No, that was it. All right. Next game the Jets against the Broncos. Um, turned out the way I thought that I thought the Jets were going to win. Their defense is really, really good. 
Um, Broncos aren't very good. But I think Wilson played decent. Russell Wilson played decent, smart. Uh, but the biggest thing for the Jets, Brees Hall tore it up again. And their defense did what they had to do to win. And on the other side, Pat Sertain had an interception. And that's pretty much all that happened, except this McLaughlin had a huge game. Uh, touchdown on receiving, 68 yards rushing. Uh, I just think that this game turned out the way I thought. But I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the Broncos, like you said. With the trades, because Sertain is a big name that is out there for that. Yes. He's one that I hope the Cowboys at least call about. I don't think we have a chance of getting him, but please call. Especially with Diggs being injured. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, just the talent that he brings would be amazing. My biggest thing on this game was... You had touched it already, but Hall uh, no longer being on the pitch count is what they called it. Um, Just him being back and the featured back again, this team is already much better. Yeah. And and this is what I was hoping to be able to see with Aaron Rodgers there. This team looks so different with him there. Yeah, he, I'm not big on running backs, but this style of running back, they can do everything. Like, he's a little guy, but he can do everything. He does it well. And that that's fun to watch. Yeah, the nice thing, like you said, he can do everything. He'll run it into your face. Oh, he will. He's like, (laughs) he is so fun to watch. And then he'll break your ankles the next play, so. Yeah, I mean, he'll run through somebody and then around somebody in the same second. It's just, it's fun to watch. And now that he's, you know, the feature back again, I am excited to see this offense. Um, let's see what happens. I, I don't know if I can trust Zach Wilson, but the team is better having Brees Hall as the featured back. Uh, I can only assume now Cook is going to be, you know, the fill-in back for a rest or emergency back if something happens. Hopefully nothing does. Um, but I, I am over the Cook experiment. He has not looked good. It's been torture to watch. Uh, big thing yeah. for the... yeah. Big thing for the Broncos, I thought it was kind of strange. Uh, they had announced that they were releasing Gregory, and then all of a sudden it was announced that he was being traded to the 49ers. Um, I, I can only imagine with another week or two like this that that team's probably going to have a fire sale, and like we discussed, I, I really hope the Cowboys at least call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's... I didn't think you could re- say you're releasing someone and then trade them like that. I didn't think that was the thing. 
Yeah, it, it was really strange. I, I've only seen that a couple times, and I suppose the releasing doesn't happen until a certain time. I don't know. It's, it was strange. I every, everywhere you saw it, he was released, and then I opened up Twitter later on, and it was released really traded. How can you trade somebody that's released? I don't. Yeah, what? I was so confused. But yeah, I, guess I they, think that's all. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess if they know that he's being released, what would be the worst case scenario of calling? Maybe they can cut, call back on that release and trade. Must work. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. All right. And on to the next one. we got the Vikings-Chiefs game. I will let you give your thoughts on this one. Um... Vikings played Vikings ball. Uh, we started the game with a fumble that led the Chiefs to go score a touchdown right away. Um, biggest thing out of this game, which absolutely kills the Vikings, kills me, kills every Minnesota fan out there. Uh, Justin Jefferson got hurt. They said probably four to six weeks with him. I didn't think it was that bad. But I'm not a doctor, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, rough. Um, we could have won so many games this year if we had quit killing ourselves. We had, I think it was like seven drops this game. And three or four of them came to T- from TJ Hawkinson. You just got a record-breaking <laughs> contract for tight ends, and you can't catch to the ball. <laughs> like, it seems like all these players that keep getting all these big contracts the next that year or the next year, whenever they sign it, are just absolute awful. And people are going to be like, oh, he's putting up good numbers. Not like he did last year. That's what my my comeback would be. <laughs> right. Um the running game non-existent again. Uh, Chris Jones makes this defense the, what this defense is. Um, I knew the Chiefs were going to win. Uh, Mahomes did what Mahomes does, but all I have to say is thank God Taylor Swift was not there. Because I didn't have to hear about her every 30 freaking seconds. Um, but Addison showed up, played good ball. He's going to have to come out and play very well these next few weeks while Jefferson's injured. People are going to have to show up or it's going to be a long season for us Vikings fans. Um, people keep bringing up this need pass interference, ripping off the helmet stuff. That didn't lose us the game. We lost the game for us. Yes, he should have been penalized for both of them. Then get called. You move on. You play the next play. Um, but we shot ourselves in the foot. Kirk Cousins played efficient. Um, our line couldn't give him any 
protection, even though we're like ranked in the top five for pass rush and rush for the offensive line. And our defense is ranked high as well, which doesn't make sense because we're one and four. So yeah, I could ramble on more about it, but it just makes me very upset that our team could be four and one if we could just hold on to the ball. I, I agree. <laughs> this, this one, Vikings had so many chances to win this game. Oh. And they just didn't take advantage of it. Uh, the Jefferson injury, I'm honestly not quite sure what happened even. Um, it's something with a hamstring, I guess, but it kind of surprises me. They went, put him on an IR. Yeah. Uh, I guess, okay. Um, I don't know if they're just giving up on the season or what, but it's kind of strange to me. I don't yeah, understand I'm it. confused. The, uh, I, my big note that I had on this one was I'm not one, like you had stated, I'm not one that's going to blame the refs. Vikings had plenty of chances to win this game prior to any of that nonsense. My biggest issue is he took his helmet off. That's an automatic penalty. Yes. Why wasn't that? Why did they just casually tell him to put it back on? That's the part I don't get. Like, that's why I wanted to calm down and stop, but the refs can't tell you what to do. Anybody like, else, it would have been a penalty. Like, why did they not here? Yeah, I, I don't... Mm. I don't understand that. Even if it was because... Um, someplace I saw that the reason that they didn't is because they picked the flag up, so it wasn't him arguing with the officials about it, but still, if he's on the field, he's got to have his helmet on. That's the yeah. rule. And he took his helmet off. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand why that happened. That's not why they lost. But it should have been penalized. I, they got to be consistent with that. That doesn't make sense to me. No. Uh, because you know if it was any other team, it would have been a penalty. Don't get me wrong. I'm guessing the reason why they didn't do it is just because the Chiefs still would have got the ball anyway and the game would have been ran out either way. But still, you got to do it to keep that precedent of, hey, if you take your helmet off on the field, you're getting penalized. But now they just prove that it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the consistency. Like, they have to have that. It doesn't doesn't make sense as to why it wasn't called. On... On the other side, I mean, the Chiefs didn't play great. They played well enough to win. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 10 catches, you know, 67 yards. That, that was kind of the expected, uh, just because I feel the Vikings struggled to cover tight ends, tight end being the best player on the Chiefs, besides Mahomes. Makes sense that, you know, he had that many catches, that many targets. Uh, I think he was out for a little bit too with an ankle or something. He had tripped or something. I don't know. I didn't watch this game, but I, I checked back and forth on it just because I had, had some interest in it. But, but my biggest thing, I just, I don't understand why Jefferson was put onto IR. 
or hamstring injuries. Like hamstring injuries can kind of linger for a really long time, kind of like turf toe, stuff like that. It just right. it stays around for a long time. But I don't know if I've really seen people be put on IR for it. It's just strange. Yeah, I, they're I usually know. just kind of considered questionable or doubtful. And right. <laughs> you move yeah, week to week exactly. on it. But now he's out for, what, four weeks guaranteed? Yeah. So we'll see. I don't, I don't get it. I don't have much more to say about this. Yeah, that was about all I had. Mine was mainly that <laughs> no call on the Jefferson IR. Yeah, yeah it's, it was dumb. But anyway, next game, uh, Cowboys for Niners. Take it away, sir. Ugh. So. When the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals, that game didn't really bother me. It was kind of a whatever game. This one hurts. I expected the 49ers to win. I didn't expect it to be a game where the Cowboys gave up at half or, you know, middle of the second quarter. The the team just looked like they didn't want to be there. They didn't look ready. Um, everybody's going to go talk about Prescott having three interceptions. Those three interceptions don't matter. The game was already over at that point, well before that. Um, it was just kind of a combination of bad route running and... I guess, trying to make something happen. I watched a handful of the different clips and stuff from Kurt Warner. He likes to break down a lot of plays. And there was one of his that he, that he broke down and was talking. One of the X interceptions. And they had the two receivers both running like three-yard slants. And Kurt had explained how it should have been ran, where one of them, like the inside receiver, would run one yard and then slant, and the outside would go five to seven yards and slant. Yep. And you have some space yep. to try to pull and see where the linebacker and safety is going to go and make the decision. Right. With this, um, it was the interception um, with Kinlaw, or who had the interception? Wasn't it uh, Fred Warner? Warner had one. Gibson and Burks. Yeah, I'm not sure who the who intercepted it then. Um, anyways, it was one of the interceptions. Uh, they, like I said, went three yards and then both slanted, and the linebacker could just sit there and be able to cover yeah. both of them, and that's how the interception happened. And it's it's just lazy plays, play design. Like Dak is going to take blame for it, which I mean he always he always does. Right. <clears throat> the interceptions ultimately, yeah, they're on him because the, the quarterback's dad. So it, they have to be. Um, some of them, he probably shouldn't have thrown it. But what other options did he have? Not much, because these routes and play design have been pretty poor all season so far offensively. 
Uh, it's mainly been the defense. When the defense scores and, you know, can get ahead, the offense can slowly move and then kick a field goal. And that's what it's been. So this game, like I said, was over middle of the second quarter to me. Um, I can't remember the last time I shut a Cowboys game off. <laughs> and I shut this one off at the, I think it was at the middle of the fourth. So I made it further than I should have. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of shows you how good this San Francisco team is. Yeah. Um, this Dallas team has been very good other than the Cardinals game. Uh, they just kind of didn't show up. Like you said, they seemed like they just were on a bye week just because it was Cardinals. They thought they could do it. But this was the true test for them outside of, for their losses, you know. And they played very well the other games and they were in the right direction, but it just shows you where this, this 49ers defense is compared to all these other teams that are in the league right now. Um, just too much talent. They're well-rounded. Their starters didn't even play in the fourth quarter. I don't think it was. Um, it's just a very well-rounded team. And George Kittle broke the record for touchdowns for a tight end for the 49ers, which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, it just – I don't think this reflects on how bad the Cowboys are in any means. I just think it just shows where the 49, 49ers are this year. Yep, I completely agree with that. I I think, you know, we've been saying for a couple of weeks now, the 49ers are the best team in the league. At least I have been, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I don't think it's close. Like, all around that team is the best in the league, you know, barring – any major injury, if I had to pick a team that would be a guaranteed Super Bowl team, it'd be them. Like, yeah. And uh, I, I was hoping it would be a little bit closer just, you know, for the sake of thinking that we stand a chance playing them in the playoffs. I don't know now, but <laughs> once you get to the playoffs, it's a different season. Uh, Absolutely. Teams can get hot. Teams can, you know. I have a bad game and be knocked out. That should have been Super Bowl winners. So yep. throughout the regular season, you just kind of take each as it happens. And this this game hurts, but losing to the best team in the league, that's expected. Yeah. Um, I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> You can go ahead. So, I have two questions. Uh, how big do you think the Van Der Esch injury is going to be? And my second question is, since we talked about the trade with Gregory, how much better do you think that will make the 49ers? The Van Der Esch injury I am concerned about. Um, I haven't seen much on it yet. They said four to six weeks. Did they announce what it was? I thought so. 
neck again. Uh, just neck. They didn't say what. Because he had surgery a couple of years ago to fix That's what I thought. the issue that he was having with in college. Yep. Um, I think we talked about that during the draft, didn't we? We did, yep. And that was the big concern. But they had found what it was, and they were able to do surgery and fix it. So if it's something that affects that, I am very concerned. If it's, you know, a new injury on the neck, I am still going to be concerned. But it'll be a little bit, you know, of relief that it's not his prior injury again. I, I think he's – there's a lot of people that kind of hate on him, but I think he's – the past few seasons he's played really well. Um, he had in couple, my opinion, I think he's, like, the captain of that defense. Like, he's, like, other than Trayvon, he's, like, their best player, in my opinion, other than Micah, of course. Right. I, that guy I mean, just – you can't put anyone in Micah Parsons' realm, in my opinion. So I that's why I don't include him when I talk like that. Because <laughs> right. he's, like, in his own – world by himself he was like in that Aaron he's like in that Aaron Donald area yeah, where he's a game wrecker yeah he's just a freak so if you don't count him that's the next guy in my opinion like I would agree I mean yeah. his biggest issue was I think it was his second year but he was playing next to Jalen Smith or third year maybe it was and Jalen Smith like, it's a nice story and everything, but he was not good. <laughs> like, right. he, he didn't he didn't come back from his injury. No, and you you could tell just in his movement and stuff. So I think a lot of people were blaming that and contributing that to Vanderish. And I, I think Vanderish has been good. Um, I am, like I said, I'm concerned about the injury. I hope that. It's not going to be a lingering injury, and the once he's back, he's good. Um, on to your second question about how much better that makes the 49ers getting Gregory. I, I think he's going to be a very good rotational piece for the, for the 49ers as long as he has, you know, no injuries or is missing a bunch of time. Right, because he's got a lot of talent there. He doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, time played because most of his time in the league has been suspended. Right. But he's got a lot of talent, and he makes plays. And I, I don't know what the issue was for why Denver wanted him out of there. Um, but I, I think he'll be you know, a big part of that defense. That just makes the defense even better. Yeah. Put him, you know, because he's the end, right? Or is the outside linebacker? Uh, he, either one. He was listed right, as the Either end. one, right? Yeah. Okay. Edge, whatever, however you want to call it. That edge position is yeah. kind of... Whatever. Between, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put him on the opposite side of Bosa, and then you got Warner, Greenlaw, like... He's not going to have to put everything on him, you know. And you have Hargrave. I'm pretty sure he's up the middle. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, that, so. that 49ers team, it's it's scary good. 
I think, uh, like I said, barring any injuries, that team would be my favorite for the Super Bowl as of right now. But yeah, it's going to be fun to see a Dolphins 49ers Super Bowl. Yeah, it would. That's my son has four Niners and the Chiefs, but he wanted to say the Dolphins, but he didn't want to jinx them. So I think that's yeah. why he said the Chiefs instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't count the Chiefs though, but no, you can't. <laughs> looking at you know the games that have been played so far this season, the team that stands out most to me is the Forty Niners. So yeah. Alrighty, that's all I got. Those were my last questions I had on yep. that. I don't got anything else either. So. Alrighty, next game is the Monday night game. Uh, the Packers against the Raiders. I had to look up a lot of this. Uh, my body finally gave out for having these late nights and I fell asleep really early. But the first half that I watched, the on and off that I watched, um, this game wasn't very interesting. I'm guessing that's why I fell asleep. Uh, neither teams looked re- very well, very good in the first half at all. Um, it was a defensive battle. None of the offenses could get anything going in that first half. Um, they did come up with the touchdown. The Raiders did towards the end with Jacoby Myers. Um, other than that, I pretty much had to look things up, and from what I read, from what I seen, Jordan Love is not the quarterback that the Packers thought they had. Um, <laughs> one of the plays that I've seen, one of the wide receivers did a cross route, and he booked it to the right, and he threw it across his body, literally right into one of the defensive player for an interception. And no one was around. It was right to him. I'm like, who in the heck were you throwing to? Yeah. Feeling. He had two interceptions that game. Yep, he did. And uh I was like, yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> um So I had to look a lot of it up. I don't got much to say. Just looking at stats-wise, um, I'm sure he's happy Watson's back because Watson's able to actually do something. But I don't know who their backup is, but if your quarterback's going to only throw for 182 yards and three interceptions against the Raiders' defense, which isn't very good, what do you do? That's all I got. Right. <laughs> I I agree. Um my note here is I feel bad for Watson. If only he had a quarterback. Um, <laughs> that kid is fun to watch. And if only he had a quarterback. I don't know. It's, it's too bad. I mean, if they could, you know, have somebody that could throw Hail Marys and have super good luck. And Aaron Rodgers or something. This team might have a chance. <laughs> oh, man, isn't that the truth, man? Oh. I don't know. I, I think the little bit that we saw Love before Rodgers was gone, he didn't look terrible. 
the more we see him now, I think they regret everything that they've done so far. Right. But again, when he was there, they also had Lazard there, they had Adams there, they had Jones playing all the time. Uh, They had that tight end that Rodgers loved throwing to. And I think it was. Like, their weapons were a little better. I'll give them that. But this was just absolutely awful. I I think it's going to be good. Um, Watson Watson could be one of the top wide receivers, I think, if he had a little bit better quarterback. Um, And I mean, Dobbs had a really bad game. I think he had like five or six drops. So that kind of hurts. Musgrave had quite a few drops too, I think. Okay. So that, all those add in to love having a bad game there too as well, I suppose. But it's tough because he could have had, you know, six or seven interceptions, honestly, watching the game. I, I was not impressed. I, I think, uh, I think the Packers are going to struggle here. I don't know if they're going to have to, you know, reevaluate and, and maybe go for a quarterback at some point, but maybe he can turn it around. I guess we'll see as time goes. He's only, what, nine starts or something. So it's not, not that many, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. A big thing that I thought was strange. Um, Josh Jacobs, his average per carry is only 3.5. Watching the game, you'd see him get, you know, seven, ten yards here and there. And then looking, and he must have had a lot of, you know, no, no yard plays or negative plays. Just looking at it after the fact. Yeah, his long was 24, so... Yeah, like, (laughs) I feel like he had quite a few plays in there that were, you know, pretty good, but he's only got 69 yards. It's crazy. Um, Receiving-wise, Jacoby Myers is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, His running is, is very smooth. He's quick on his cuts and and looks like he actually gets through his routes quickly, which it, it probably helps for Garoppolo on that, because he's always kind of had that, you know, where the receiver is supposed to be is where he's throwing it and doesn't right. do well with adjustments in routes. Um, but and Devontae Adams is kind of the opposite style receiver. He can run his routes, but he will then wander to where it's open. Yeah. And that works really well with Aaron. So, because that's what, I mean, he lived off the big throws that weren't routes. Right. Well, he could, I mean, extend the play so well. So that's why Adams was able to pick up all those yards that weren't supposed to be there. Because, like you said, he was able to find where he needed to go. 
And it's yeah. crazy how these wide receivers can't do that. Like there's some, or even tight ends that once they run their route, they're just like, now what? Where am I going? What should I do? It's yeah. just weird. It's crazy. I, I do question if, you know, Adams will then stay here after the season or in the near future. But that's going to be the big question mark. I think we'll probably have to bring it up every week because it's a big one. Yeah. Um, I would think that he'd want to be someplace that, you know, people will look for him a little bit more. He has led the league quite a few times. Yeah, he's a game changer. He's top three wide receiver out there, so. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I got. I Like I said, I fell asleep during this one, so I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, I didn't have much either other than I, I did want to point out that my score prediction, I think, was, what, 19 to 16? Yep. <laughs> so 17 to 13. I mean, it's close. Yeah, twenty-one seventeen. So I got one of them right. I got the Raiders ones right, just not the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> but alrighty. So speaking of correct and not correct, uh, you got you are now forty-one and twenty-one. You win. Mm. Well, that's not right. But so yeah, you're forty-one and twenty-one. I'm thirty-six and twenty-six. So you're up by five games on me right now. Got a boat change. So there we are with that. Um, we'll do predictions. You're gonna go, and then we'll go. Huh? Do the offensive player that we thought? Defensive player? You wanna do that first? Well, no, I was thinking of doing this that I was thinking of doing predictions, do offense, defense, and then what our offense to look for and what our defense to look for. Oh we can do that. That's how I was thinking of ending it this time. Switch it up a little bit. Sure. Uh so first game, Chiefs Broncos. I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs as well. Uh, it's a boring game, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if I'll make it through that game. Um, Ravens Titans. I have the Ravens because I still don't think the Titans are as good as they want to be because Henry can't get going. Yeah, as long as uh, Lamar can get something, I think the Ravens will take this one. Well, that's a London game or something also. I don't know where at, but I know this year they have it in a couple. But uh, Next game is the Dolphins-Panthers. I have the Dolphins. Yep, I got the Dolphins as well. Tough one to not take the Dolphins on. Next game. Uh, Saints Texans. I have the, the Texans pulling this one out. 
I do as well. Um, I am going to have a tough time to not cheer for Stroud. So I'm going to go with Texas. Yeah, me too. I'm starting to like them, even though. <laughs> it's fun to see the, you know, consecutive attempts as a rookie before an interception. Like, right. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, next game, Commanders Falcons. I have the Commanders this time. Okay. I got the Falcons going this one. I think uh, Robinson's going to have a huge game. Falcons, Robinson. And then we have the Colts-Jaguars game. I have the Jaguars due to Richardson being hurt. If Richardson was there, I would have picked them. But I have the Jags this one. Yeah, I have the same. Uh, I think the Jags would take this one. I just I don't know if I can trust the Jags team to show up or not compared to what they have. And if Richardson would be in, I would have taken them for sure. Um, next game, Seahawks Bengals. I have the Seahawks because I think their defense is just too good for this Bengals offense. I went back and forth on this one. I think the Bengals are going to win um, as long as the same team shows up this week. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Uh, next game, the Vikings and the Bears. I have the Bears winning because I don't think this offense is going to do much without Jefferson in it because we have zero run game for the Vikings. And trust me, it kills me to say the Bears are going to beat them. So... I do my notes and stuff as I'm watching the games. And I do the predictions during the commercial breaks while I'm looking and stuff. Um, so I have the Vikings winning this is what I wrote down. I'm going to stick with that. Even though Jefferson is out with a huge blow, I, I still think Vikings on this one. Alrighty. Next one, 49ers against the Browns. Uh, I'm going with the best team in the NFL with the 49ers. Yep, same here. Uh, next game, Patriots Raiders. I have the Raiders winning because Matt Jones won't lead this team to another win, in my opinion. I agree. I have the Raiders, and it's just, I can't trust this Pats team. Maybe if they played their backup, maybe I'd give them more of a (laughs) chance of winning. But with Mac Jones, the way he's playing this year, I just, there's not enough faith in Bill Check for me to think they could overcome that. Uh, Next game, Lions and Bucks. This one was the hardest for me out of all the games that are out here. But I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, I honestly don't know why I'm picking them, but that's who I'm picking. <laughs> I had picked the Bucks originally, and so I, I agree. This one's a tough one. Um, but I actually, I switched it to the Lions when I was redoing my notes um, before the Monday night game. Yeah. And I, I picked the Lions. 
And so I think I'm going to stick with that. Uh, Lions. Yeah. Next game, Cardinals-Rams. Uh, I think the Rams, with cut back, I think they're just going to keep rolling. And I think they'll get the W. And, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Rams will take this one. I, I think the Cards will, you know, have some points, but Rams are going to win. Uh, next Eagles Jets. This was another hard one, not as bad as the other one, but the Jets have a really good defense. I was fighting with that. I wish Wilson could get more going. I'd pick them, but with him still being the way he's been playing, I have to go with the Eagles. I agree. I I'm gonna go Eagles, and I think having Hall as the full-time back helps them, but I just, I don't think Wilson can do enough on this game to, to pull out the win. So, Eagles. And then the Bills against the Giants for Sunday night. Uh, the Bills. Oh, I thought for sure you were going to win the Giants on this one, but uh, <laughs> no. I guess we're going to both be the Bills. Ah. Uh. Right. We don't compare notes, guys. <laughs> no, we don't. We actually have a few uh, difference on this one. Yeah, we do. More than last time. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Monday night game, the Cowboys against the Chargers. I was up in the air with this one because it's the same conference, right? Well, no. 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 They're Chargers at AFC. They always have a close game, these two. That's probably why I'm thinking. But I did go with the Cowboys because I think their defense is going to pull it out. I went 35-21. to 21 Because Chargers' defense isn't very good. I didn't write my score down. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I had picked 44 total points. That worked? Um, uh, we can make that it, work. I can't remember what my score was now. I was doing the math. Maybe it's on my calculator still. I don't think that's safe. <laughs> nope, it doesn't. Dang it. No. Um, so this one, I, I picked the Cowboys. I, I think the Cowboys are bounced back. I think it's going to be a close game. Um... Just, I mean, it's Kellen Moore's first time against the Cowboys. I think it'll be first game. I can't think of my score. Uh, 44 total points, though. That's what I picked. All right. We'll work with that. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we'll go offensive player of the week. <laughs> uh, I got... ETN okay. with 136 yards, two touchdowns, and the reason why I picked them him is because the Bills beat the Dolphins the week before, and people were talking up the Bills, and that second touchdown sealed the game for the Jags. So I went with ETN. That makes sense. I I went with DJ Moore. Uh, just he had 230 yeah. yards of Fields, 282. Total yards. Yeah. This is just ridiculous. It it's crazy. 
my mind, I guess. Yeah, three touchdowns. Yeah, good yeah. pick. I uh, can't go off. That's an easy one to go with. I get, I get it. He was my number one stat person that I have. I have three listed. And then I started looking more. T- when we started talking, I'm like, nope, I got to go with the EPM. <laughs> so. Yeah, mine wasn't even, like, the touchdowns, I mean, it helped the game for sure, but it's just the stat line of how many yards he had of field's total yeah. yards. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, what was it, seven catches between for everybody else? Yeah. It was ridiculous. crazy. Yeah. Uh, since you're the defense guy, defense – of player of the week for you. Uh, Fred Warner. He is stupidly good. Um, he he could play man-to-man against any wide receiver in the league, and he's a linebacker. Like, yeah. He is so fast, so good. That, that whole defense is just good. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now on the other linebacker. Um, Greenlaw? Yeah, Greenlaw? Greenlaw. He is... <laughs> Real good too, but yeah, their defense is ridiculous, man. Uh, I went Speeline. No, nope, Speeline. Nope. I didn't get to watch the game, but those interceptions pretty much made them win. So he had two of them, and I'm pretty sure he almost led the team in tackles as well. Looking at the stats, um, probably not just because I'm. Like I said, didn't get to watch it, but that's who I'm going with just because from what I seen, what I heard, he pretty much was the defense and pretty much won the game for him. So that's who I went with there. Makes sense. Uh, offense to see. Oh, I was just going to uh, side note, I found my score. It was in my week four. Oh, oh so, yeah. I was like, I know I typed it. It was 24-20. So 44 points. 2420. Ooh. It'll probably be something like that, probably. I can see it. I went big because I, just the way both the defenses are playing right now. So I went big. But. I was was panicking when I didn't have my score written down. (laughs) I went. (laughs) I said 3521. Okay. So, yeah. Offense to see. I have the Bengals. I want to see – I have them losing that week, next week, but I want to see what their offense can do, see if they show up, or is it going to be the old Bengals offense from this year? I have the Vikings. Um, <laughs> Jefferson, <laughs> Jefferson being out, they need to score points. Um this one's going to be tough for them, and I pick them to be my offense to watch for that reason. Yeah, big NFC game. Uh, yeah. Defense, I'll let you pick since you're the defensive guy of this broadcast that we do. Sounds good. Mine, so my defense is the Jets. Okay. I, the Jets. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh at me. Yeah, because I have the Jets too. So. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just interested to see if they can slow down the Eagles. Uh, I think this Jets team has a good defense. I don't think it's quite as good as it was last year. 
but it is still a good defense, and this Eagles offense is tough to slow down. Yeah. Uh, same with here. Uh, I have the same team. I'm going with the Jets. Uh, it'd be, I think the defense would be even better this year if their offense could actually get going because then they wouldn't be on the field as much. That's true. So they could be as good as last year, but they haven't been able to show it because they're always on the field. Yeah, no, that, that's true. I, I was basing that off of like the ranking numbers and stuff for them. And oh, that, yeah. That, yeah, they've been on the field a lot more because that offense is just three and outs everywhere. Yeah. No, I still think they're one of the top defenses in the league. Um, but when you don't have an offense, it's hard, hard to be a good defense when you have a crappy offense. Yeah. And they were, I mean, they were planning on having a good offense because they made a lot of moves, but yeah, it just didn't work out. Alrighty. Yeah, I don't have anything else really. Me neither. Alright, uh, well, that covers our recap, our predictions for week six. Uh, we did transition, uh, so we're currently gonna be on Apple and Podbean. We're still waiting on Google to get that taken care of for the Google podcast, but we are on Apple Podcast and Podbean. Currently, um, if you want to reach out, any comments or questions, uh, feel free to reach out on social media. We got Twitter set up, or X, I guess. And there is comment section, and you can also, you know, leave a rating on the podcast posting that you platform that you use. That would be appreciated. Um, other than that.